I've decided that we needed a villain. That we need a villain in our show. Oh, I thought that was just me. No, I think I'm going to be the villain. I've decided I'm not nice anymore. Okay. And I'm Mr. Meanie. Oh, is this because you got told we were nice? We were too nice. We were very... Oh, well, you never said we were too nice. Some consultants came and said we were... He did a monitor of us and said we were nice. And that's a good thing and a bad thing. So here I am, the villain. <laughs> okay. Ready to stir the pot. All right, let's hear it. Yeah. yeah. Look at me. I'm vandalizing this desk by writing with pen on it. Oh, she did. She did do that. I'm a vandal. Oh, boy. Yep. Someone's going to have to come and lick their thumb and squidge that off. I'm doing it right now because I feel bad about it. Uh (laughs) (laughs) It's not lasting very long. You're usually just Mrs. Goody Two-Shoes. Yeah, that's right. Not anymore, bucko. I'm going to say fuck on the radio. Okay. What has gotten into uh, you? I'm just going to spice it up a little bit. Jenny, uh, yeah. that is spicy. Uh, I'm going to no. have tequila for breakfast and coming to work. Oh, my. No, yeah. Jenny. Who needs salad dressing when you got vodka? That would just be so bad. Yeah. That would taste awful. That would so bad. Oh, I'll cut a potato onto it. <laughs> Listen, let's just get into the show. Okay. This is craziness. This is spicy. It's too spicy. It's too hot for me. I'm spiced. <laughs> hey, what's your least favorite province? There you go. Piss off, province. BC. No. I hate there. BC. Oh, my God. Jen. To hell with it. I would say 98% of the people who listen to this live in BC. Yeah, that's right. It's a bad place to live. What are you going to do about it? Hehe. <laughs> They're being healed west right now. Oh, are you going to jump in the ocean? Oh. Some of BC is landlocked. Much of it. Uh. (laughs) Okay. This is my worst nightmare. Hey. Good. Great. Let's just get into what we planned. Cool. Sorry. Um, we (laughs) We did a thing this week where we asked people for their nightmares. Yeah. Um, usually when people talk about their dreams... Pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Do you find that? Yeah, because it's not that interesting because it didn't happen to you. So you're like, okay, so you went to the store and you couldn't see the ground. Oh, oh, I, no, I don't I care. I know. People who tell dreams as if they're an actual thing that happened to them. Yeah. When it's not, it's just misfirings in your brain synapses. Mm-hmm. Get the fuck. Look, you can tell me a dream at a party or from over your house or whatever. Two sentences. That's it. That's that's the tops yeah. what I will give you for a dream. Okay? It's like uh uh, uh as I, I went and there was ghosts and uh, then I had a sword and then uh it was crazy. That's You're enough. Like, okay. That's enough. I'm leaving now. Yeah. Thank you for that. Great, that's the dream. Yeah. Right? Or if it's like you were in my dream last night, then I oh. am in. Oh really? Oh yeah. I'm like, what? What was I doing? You're, I was would al- I always hope it turns sexy. Yeah, no, that's yeah. what I asked. Like, was was I naked? First yeah. question. <laughs> Did we do touching? Why do we assume that was, it was I good? Sexiness? Was it good? Yeah. Well, that's usually why someone else is in your dream, usually, eh? No, that's not true. No. <laughs> no. Just my dreams. I have a lot of sexy dreams. <laughs> Please never dream about me. I've never. Good. Um, no, I have, but you were a villain. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. What no, I'm just doing? kidding. I don't know. <laughs> God. I'm stirring it up. Sexy, spicy, villainous dreams. <sighs> so let's get right into that. Here's a little collection of us owners who called us with their nightmares.
I used to work in Woodgrove Mall in Nanaimo and just had a bad dream that I was at a pool and it looked exactly like the food court of the Woodgrove Mall and there was an alligator in the pool and I had to lure it out with soft serve ice cream. <laughs> Why? So how is this a nightmare <laughs> yeah, exactly? What was scary about that? <laughs> Alligators are scary. And it, the f- wait, see, I woke up right when it came kind of rushing at me. Don't ask me why. I love the details in it, too, that it's a pool inside of a Nanaimo mall. (laughs) And that in order to get the alligator out, it had to specifically be soft serve ice cream in order to get it out of the pool. (laughs) From the Dairy Queen that was in the food court. Of course. Everyone knows that alligators love soft serve ice cream. Was it in a cone or one of those (laughs) cups? Oh, now you're asking for details I don't have. Oh. <laughs> yeah, because the thing I always know about soft is that it's a little wobbly. It's a little precarious, oh. right? And especially if you're trying to lure an alligator out. Absolutely. It was, it, I, I'll admit it wasn't the best idea, but it's what I had at the moment. You're working with what you got. Oh, I see. Okay. So that wasn't a stipulation. It was just you quick thinking on your feet thinking, I know we'll get this alligator. Absolutely. <laughs> Ice cream. Love well, that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I love what the brain just throws at you in dreams. Right? It's great. Yeah. The alligator somehow represents your favorite teacher. Oh, <laughs> <Growing sure. up. laughs> All right, There's got to be a deeper meaning here. So I was carrying a plate of honey and a thousand bees just swarmed around me and tried to kill me. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> sort of That's laugh. terrifying. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, number one, did it strike you as odd that you were carrying a plate of honey? Kind of unusual. Yeah, it was strange, but... um. <laughs> You didn't think at any point, like, I hope no bees come around. <laughs> no. But then the bees. <laughs> my God, the bees. <laughs> my They're God. in my eyes. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, we're referencing a movie. Have you seen that movie? Have you seen The Wicker Man? No, I haven't. Oh, don't watch it. Okay. It's too scary. It's too scary. It's your nightmare. So when I was younger, I lived in this apartment complex. Um, I used to have this reoccurring dream when I was younger that I was flying over that like whole apartment complex and there was this tree and it was almost like I was a bird in the dream because I would always end up at the top of the tree almost like I was perched there and I would like look down on people almost like people watching. This doesn't sound like a nightmare. This sounds sweet. Yeah, I don't want to do that. the nightmare, oh. <laughs> the nightmare part of it. A cat comes. There's this kid that, like, we never got along. We always ended up fighting. And all of a sudden, the kid flies up to the tree, and we're, like, bird fighting at the top of this tree. And I would wake up, and I would almost have, like, anxiety, because it's like I was just fighting before the dream ended. Mm. And so I would get that all the time until I moved away from that apartment complex, and I never got it at anymore once I moved away from there. But it felt like nightmare because of the fighting part uh so when i was a kid you know i i I took i was walking through like a park and uh you know pine cones were all over the ground and as i began to get closer to the pine cones i uh i realized that they weren't just pine cones they were like little hubs little like nexuses of like bugs crawling in them through them all over them and it scared me as a kid Mm-hmm. And um, ever ever since that happened, I, as a kid, became afraid of pine cones. <laughs> <gasps> so this happened in your dream, and then it caused an actual fear in real life. So you are, oh, yeah. to this day, afraid of pine cones? No, no, I've, I've, I've since grown out of it. I mean, okay. they're just pine cones. But <laughs> yeah. Pine cones are pretty innocuous. 
Okay, so maybe I'm misunderstanding from the text, but like in your dream, were the pine cones super huge and there was big giant bugs crawling in and out of them, or were they regular sized pine cones? Like as I like, I picked one up and uh, in my dream, and as I looked at it, all these bugs started coming out of it, like oh. like droves and droves of them, and they're crawling on me. And oh. yeah, after that, I, I became really afraid of them so much that my parents and my sisters knew I was afraid. And any time they didn't, like my sisters didn't want me going, you know, near their stuff, they put a pine cone on it. <laughs> So, you know, it wasn't wasn't the most fun, and they still make fun of me to this day, but it's it's uh, it's a pretty good one. But I'm looking That's online, so and fear of pine cones is a real thing. There's a lot of people oh. who have uh, fears of pine cones, and it's like a similar story, too, where they like think that there's a whole bunch of different like scary things inside of them, and it's called yeah. pinophytophobia. That's awesome. I never knew that. Yeah, so it's a, it's a real thing. I'm glad that you yeah. got over the fear, though, man. Oh, yeah. I mean, there's, there's plenty of real things in the world to be scared of now. So, Oh, yeah. That's a good way to put it. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> I went to that show last night at the Alex Golden Hall. How was it? It was spectacular. It was really, really good. Um, I almost cried a few times. Wow. I, I have this thing where if everyone is just kind of like putting their energy into one person, like just watching all that happen... I have this thing where I like immediately it just hits me and I just want to cry. Like it really hits me having all that energy in a room for whatever reason. I think I think people can relate to that. It's called collective effervescence. Okay. That's what it is. It's like, yeah, when all, that's why sports is popular. Yeah. When you get into an arena with 40,000 people and you're all cheering for the same thing, you're all wanting the same thing, you're all pouring your energy into that thing, mm-hmm. it's a very, very powerful feeling. Yeah. So same thing with music. And in a, in a place like that, too, that's like very, you know, it's like otherworldly, churchy, whatever you want to say in the Alex Golden Hall, yeah. that's why. It's beautiful, too. And what I loved was when they stepped back from the mic and then just let their voice kind of fill the room. Mm. In that room with the organs behind, it was just stunning. And I had seen Dan Mangan many times um, when I was living in Vancouver back in like 2010, Mm. um, but I hadn't seen him in years. And just to see how much he's just like leveled up and he just is incredible and such a humble person. Yeah. It was really nice to see. At the end of the show, too, they brought out the big hammer. I don't know if you heard about this. No. But they call it the hammer, and it's a 360 camera. So they turn off all the lights in the in the Alex School Dan Hall, and this thing just lights up and films everyone as we're all singing this like beautiful harmony together at the wow. end of the show. And it was just like the perfect way to end it off. That's so nice. Yeah, it was lovely. Well, I didn't realize you were such a big Dan Mangan fangirl. You kind of held it together to interview him yesterday. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I am. <laughs> you are. Yeah, I really like him. Yeah, no, I really respect <laughs> him as a musician. I think he's incredible. That's so nice. Yeah, it was really nice to talk to him. Well, we just finished putting together our podcast for the week, and our uh, full chat with Dan is on there. Yeah. Go and listen to Jen holding it together. <laughs> now, I was thinking that since, you know, the Netflix documentary came out about Firefest and that there was, you know, it's all been surfaced now that there wouldn't be any more news about it. which I was wrong Mm. about. Um, If you don't already know, Fire Festival was that uh, festival put on by Ja Rule. And what was the other guy's name? Billy. Billy Snakeskin? Something like that. Um, So they put on this festival that completely failed in a random island on... In the Bahamas. Failed for so many fraud reasons. Yeah, they really just... They 
duped a whole bunch of people out of a whole bunch of money and then left them stranded on this island. Um, and it was supposed to be this amazing festival. But it all started with this app, right? And uh, this app was an idea from Ja Rule as a booking app. Mm. And uh, they still have means to go forward with it, but they're calling it something else. It's called Icon. Okay. So they're still, you know, working on the app and trying to make that a thing, even though the festival didn't work out. But it just got word that now Ja Rule is trying to make another fire festival for the app. He's doing it all again. Do you love or hate this? I might love it. Yeah. For all the reasons why I love and hate the original fire festival, I love uh, because, OK, one of two things could happen. Mm hmm. It could really actually happen this time and be a big fun festival. You know, like everyone all is like mad at the fire festival at how extravagant and stupid it is. But if it would have been as good as they said, a music festival, what? We like music festivals mm-hmm. on a private, beautiful, glorious beach, private island. I like going to private islands. <laughs> What's so bad about it? So you think that because they made those mistakes that they've learned from the mistakes and now that they can, you know, kind of overcome that and create something cool? I don't know. I don't believe it. But Ja Rule says in the yeah. midst of chaos is opportunity. I'm working on a lot of new things. The other thing that can happen is it could be terrible all over again or yes. worse than the original. And then we'll one. have more documentaries <laughs> and, then and more things to be surprised about. Every a person who goes <laughs> to it and gets duped again out of thousands of dollars is twice as stupid. Oh, oh. there we go. Kind of love it. Today is supposed to be the day, you know, where you get all the discounted Valentine's Day chocolates. <clears throat> I didn't buy any Valentine's Day chocolates yesterday. No, I mean I don't either. do the whole Valentine's Day gift thing. No, no, no I'm not really either. into it. Write a heartfelt card. Yeah, maybe. I yeah. love writing a heartfelt card. You've received a heartfelt card for me, haven't yeah, you, for your birthday? Yeah, so nice. I still have them all. I pour my soul into the cards. Yeah, it's very nice. Yeah, so that's what I do for Valentine's Day. You're going to get a card. That's and uh, an extra special kiss on the cheek. That's from for me, but no chocolates, nothing heart-shaped, no. no flowers. But it's great that, you know, <laughs> chocolates are a popular thing during Valentine's Day because, you know, we can get sales for the rest of the week. How much are the sales? I don't know. Like, do you think it's up to 50% off? I think on the last final days it would be. But do you want to go do some uh, some analysis for me? I'm thinking about it. We could, I could just pop over to Fairway. Mm-hmm. It's like a block away. I think, you know who has really good deals? This is going to take me away from the show for a while. But oh, no, dog. Where are you going? Like London Drugs. Oh, yeah, for sure they do. Downtown. Is it yeah. okay if I go there? No. That's too you, far? You got to do the show. But if you go to Fairway... Right, I'll go okay. right. I'm going to go over to Fairway. And if it's a good deal, please pick me up some chocolate. Yeah. And call four. call me from there. Let okay. me know, okay? We'll do. Okay, have okay. fun. Okay, bye. Bye, Paul. <laughs> this is just his way of getting out of work. <laughs> Logan just texted in saying that they're 50% off at Walmart right now. That's amazing. He needs to go to Walmart is where he needs to go. Hi, Paul. Um, so um, Fairway doesn't have them because they're way too smart and astute of business people there. They know that, you know, people are going to just buy candy. They don't have to mark it down to half price. So no so, sweet deals? Um, no good deals. So that's a 7-Eleven right now. Oh, yeah? And um, let's see here. I'm going to look. I'm not seeing. I'm just going to ask. Hi. Do you all have any of those of half-priced Halloween, I mean, Valentine's candies? 
Are they half price? Are they yeah. cheap? They are. Uh, you want to check the price? Yeah, let's check the price. Big giant Hershey Kiss. Oh, nice! That's I could a, eat that. Oh, what about this? One oh five. One oh five. Usually be two ten. What about these Reese's miniatures? It's a heart shape. I don't care what shape the box is—a kidney or bile duct or whatever—as long as it's cheap. Yeah. <laughs> this, so this one's the same price. Same price as usual. Yeah. Same price oh. as it was yesterday. No, no, no. I think fifty percent. This is great for me because I don't I don't care about love. I just am snacky. Okay, cool. Well, I'm gonna buy it. Yes. Win. I gotta pick up some bubble tea as well. I'll be right back. Okay, thanks. Well, there you go, Jen. Yes, and you're getting bubble tea for me too. Uh, or kombucha. No, I want bubble tea. Give me heart shaped booch. (laughs) Heart shaped bubbles for my bubble tea, please. Thank you. Sweet. I'll see you back there in a bit. Thank you for doing this work today. It was my calling. I'm so excited to eat yeah. chocolate when you get back. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, I'm back. How the heck did you do that? You drove, right? I drove. Okay, yeah, okay. 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 I'm eating the chocolates now. Yeah. Is I gotta it? say, there was not much stuff there. There was not a big selection. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying Walmart, man. I think that if you're stopping at a convenience store. For Valentine's, <laughs> you've already completely failed. Oh, yeah. That's why the selection wasn't so great. Yeah, that makes sense. So, yeah. What'd you bring back? Little Reese's? Reese's mini cups. And, like, the box wasn't heart-shaped. The box was square. Oh, yeah. There was just, a like, a paper heart on the front of it. Oh. Yeah. But it was cheap, though, right? At what cost, Jenny? Oh. And we have to say a big, big thanks to Chris, who went... Uh, to the 7-Eleven after I did. He said I wasn't as good. I honestly didn't see these, but Chris brought into us a whole plastic bag full of half-priced uh, Halloween. I mean, sorry, I keep making that mistake. Uh, Valentine's candy. Yeah. Um, these are long-stem milk chocolates. You got seven of them for mm-hmm. $10. They're like roses, but instead of the rosebud, it's like a chocolate, which is pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's amazing. You really did not have to do that. No. And I almost feel bad about it, but thank you. This is the least romantic thing, by the way, that I've ever seen in my entire life. Like, I, I kind of hope Chris brought this to his sweetheart yesterday. Yeah. Like a 7-Eleven <laughs> ratty plastic bag filled with these... Tubes. Tubes of things here. They're all just, like, falling everywhere. There we go. Happy Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> I was reading this today, and I thought this was a really cool idea, and I'm surprised we haven't seen this before. Um, an Ontario grocery store decided to have a sensory sensitive shopping time. Um, this was because the manager of the grocery store, uh, he has a, a child who is on uh, the autism spectrum. Oh, and yeah. when you're on the spectrum, you know, loud noises, bright lights can be really overwhelming. Yeah. Also for people who have brain injuries as well, those sort of like sensory overload areas can be really hard. So something as simple as going to the grocery store can be something that's very, very challenging for those people. Yeah. So he had this idea that uh, certain times throughout the week, they would turn down the lights in the grocery store store they would turn off all of the music you know that beeping that happens when you go through a checkout they sure. turn that all the way down as well and people were just asked to to talk quietly you can do that you can turn those beeps off yeah you can yeah oh i used to work God. at a grocery store and you can turn them all the way off but people like it just so they can know quicker if they're actually scanning the um the goods you know um oh like the workers the workers yeah right okay i like mine a little loud because i 
bad hearing. So <laughs> I felt bad about that. But yeah, you can actually turn those down. Wow. Yeah. So they they had uh, quite the the success. I mean, yeah, more like a lot of people were hearing about it and people were just thanking them for this uh, this idea of having, you know, a sensory sensitive shopping time. So they're doing it every week now. That is pretty cool. So phenomenal. I love this idea. I'm not even, you know, it's like overly sensitive for any reason or whatever like Mm -hmm. that to stimulus. But um, in fact, I'm the opposite. Whereas like it's horrible in my house. I can have like a podcast, a TV show, music, reading a book, like all going at the same time. And I'm able, I'm just like, it's nothing to me. Yeah. But I also love this idea. Yeah. That'd be so nice to just go. And there is. Because when you're out in like nature, mm-hmm. that's the one thing that you kind of realize is like how wonderfully quiet, quiet. Yeah. it is. How you can hear everything. Look, look. All the little rustles. Right. Those little things you never get to hear. I know. Yeah. I just want to be quiet for a second here right now. Let's do some like ASMR of silence. You know? Yeah, it's pretty we're, nice. We're adding it a little bit. Don't just, drink into the microphone. Nobody wants to hear that. Quiet. Quiet. Listen, you know what's a nice nature noise? I'm going to put this fizzy water in my mouth and then turn up my mic really loud when we hear it oh bubbling my in my mouth. Ew. Gross. Okay, I'm turning off the microphone. <laughs> Let me tell you about this movie I saw at the IMAX at the museum this weekend. Yes. Wanted to see Great Bear Rainforest, obviously. Mm-hmm. Good luck. Really? Why? Oh my God, it's so sold out. People oh. are so, they can't wait to get in there and... I feel like they're snuggling uh, spirit bears. Makes sense. So it's impossible. So there's another movie playing there right now called Free Solo. Mm -hmm. Cannot recommend highly enough. This is about a guy named Alex Honnold. He is, I would say, the best rock climber on planet Earth. Mm. And how he has proved that is he likes to do a thing called free soloing, where he climbs the most challenging rock climbing summits of all time all over the world. By himself, with no ropes. What? Yes. No ropes? No ropes. Is that, like, even allowed? Well, Is that legal? There <laughs> wasn't, so. like, a police <laughs> helicopter up there at 3,000 feet trying to arrest him. Oh, my gosh. But, yeah, less than 1% of all rock climbers do this because it's yeah. so incredibly dangerous. Of course. And the documentary is incredible. It's uh, his whole journey of climbing El Capitan, which is this vertical rock formation in the Yosemite National Park. It's really mm. beautiful to behold. One of the most uh, best rock climbing places you can go in the world. But again, he does it. It's 4,000 feet high, and he does it with no ropes. Oh, my god! Okay? Straight oh, up. And this is all in IMAX that you're watching yes. this? Yes. What? In IMAX, yes. Oh, I'd be so sweating like, the whole time. I looked around the theater, gen. it was so uncomfortable because... Everyone, everyone, I was like putting my face in my sweater. The woman beside me was just like fidgeting and clinging to her boyfriend. Uh, All the people around are just like wiping the sweat off of their hands. Yeah. Everyone's got that horrible feeling in the back of their knees. Yeah. As you look in this drone footage of like, this guy could fall to his death at any moment, <gasps> any slightly wrong move. And you just see the trees, you know, thousands of feet below him. Yeah. Horrific. That so is, terrifying. That is a horror movie. That's terrifying yes but wow that would have been but so real. cool to see in imax it was i cannot recommend it highly enough it's my favorite thing i've seen in the movie theater in i don't know how long wow what is it called again it's called free solo and it's playing at the uh, imax at the royal museum right now right on 
Paul, I mm. found a sport that I think you'd be really good at and that you would thoroughly enjoy. Okay. Lightsaber dueling. Oh, good. Yeah, I can definitely <laughs> see it. Well, of course. I mean, you love mm. Star Wars. I know you're not like... You are athletic at certain things. I mean, you were telling me you're, you used to play hockey and everything, yeah, but I yeah. could actually see you doing lightsaber stuff. I've seen you with your swords before. Yeah. You're pretty good with those. Yes. But I think that with a lightsaber, <laughs> I think you would be really, really good at it. What is this? Okay. So in Paris, they've actually recognized lightsaber dueling as a competitive sport. And uh, the fencing federation has like taken it as its own. So it's like a little branch of fencing. Because it's pretty much the same movements as fencing, right? Um, but instead, you can dress up if you want to. Have a lightsaber. There's a circle, and you try and get each other outside of the circle. Mm. Then you get certain amount of points for headshots and hand shots and body shots and stuff like that. The first one to 15 points wins. Mon dieu. Zutalar. Yeah? Do you like it? Did you do see. that? Yeah. Mm, you know what? I'm more into... Fencing. When you talk to me about fencing, yeah, there are places you can go to learn and do like sword fighting, mm-hmm. and that to me sounds really, really good. But I think I saw a picture of this, and like these people are using what, like, glo- there is no such thing as lightsabers, not for real. Unfortunately, uh, yeah. is the one thing that is chaps me about this. So they're using what those like illuminated LED glowing lightsabers, yeah, right? That you know, like you buy them and they make noises and stuff. Yes, those things are expensive, Jen. Those things, if you're going to buy, like, a good-looking, uh, like, movie replica lightsaber, those are, like, $200. I yeah, mean, what, but you're I'm, smashing them into each other? I'm sure swords are just as much. Fencing swords? Mm-hmm. But those are made to, like, survive that. Yeah. That's my barrier to entry. These things are way too expensive to be bu- smashing into each other. Unless you make a lightsaber that's made of real lasers. I'll tell you what I tell everyone about the prequels. Not interested. Whoa. But thanks for thinking. Oh, okay, I wasn't <laughs> expecting that reaction, but all right, Paul Plastino. Uh, oh, here is Art Aronson, oh. our news reporter. Hey. Thank you. Yeah, Thank you're you. welcome. Um, big day for you, as it's the big budget day at the legislature. Yeah, not so big for me. In the oh. past, I've gone down there to lock up and I tell you, they put on a great spread. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I didn't get to go to that this year. Oh, unfortunately. You mean like food? Yeah. Uh, a great array, uh, array of sandwiches. Oh, oh finger sandwiches. Yeah, yeah finger cucumber. Foods. Yeah, all Egg that salad. stuff. Yes, yeah, nice. Whatever you want. So unfortunately, I wasn't able to go to that Oh, sure. Is that just like open for the public? Could I just head down there for some snacks? Sometime? Well, no, they want like credentials, right? Well, I mean, you are this. you are a member of the Genevieve though, West Afternoon Zone, Zone 913, Division of the Jim Patterson Broadcast Group. Let's get you down there. All right. Boom. Next year, Jenny, you're yeah. coming with me. Yeah. What were nope. the main highlights from the budget announcements? Well, it's a lot of standing. It's pretty much the same as last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're going to have a balanced budget, they say, this year. Uh, actually, a surplus, which is nice. This might be interesting to you. The government expects to make $59 billion this year. One interesting note, uh, you know, pertain to a lot of our audience here, our listener here, is that uh, they're saying that interest occurred on student loans past and going forward will be erased. So, <gasps> Unreal! That's amazing! Yeah. So, t- but here, 
So I told someone in this office who has student loans, and he went and like called his student loans to to check in on this. And he said, and they hadn't heard about that yet. Oh, okay. So, but this is a promise in the budget, right? Right, So it's still, it's coming forward. Let it. Okay. So you're telling me all the student loans that I owe, I don't have to pay the interest on it. Yeah. I mean, you still have to pay back what you owe, but, but any interest occurred they will uh, slash that according to this uh, budget, That's- according to the promises today from Finance Minister Carol James. It just makes so much sense. Why yeah. do they need to be making interest money off of what helps our society so much is people getting into fields and work where they can then go and pay taxes because they make more money because they went to school. That's right, yeah. guys. A well, balanced budget, though. That's right. good. Right? That's a good thing. Mm-hmm. Um Something that I meant to talk about last week, there was the throne speech last week, and I think the budget kind of all ties into it, but um, I really like the things that they're doing right now. They're trying to do things that make a difference in, like, the, you know, us, the middle class's actual life. So it's like daycare, fairy fair freeze, scalper crackdown. Mm-hmm. You know, those types of things, those are things that actually do affect, as a person walking around, your bottom line, your back pocket, you know, as well as... Uh, what you're talking about here, not having to pay back interest on your stupid student loans. Absolutely. And yes, all those things are in the budget and it's huge, guys. Mm-hmm. Like you got to go through all yeah, the different yeah. numbers and really, yeah, yeah. <laughs> really delve into it. But another big thing they did, they, they, they're they introducing this clean BC climate plan hmm. and it's they're investing $902 million. Like it's it's one of the biggest things. So to cut greenhouse gas emissions. So that like gives people, it offers people's incentives to like, retrofit their houses with green stuff yeah. nice. uh, purchase electric vehicles you know cool. you get grants out of that so that's some get of that the tesla amazing. roadster baby oh, Woo! Man. i mean in the past i've always Still thought have to pay like, for that <laughs> yeah. yeah and they're really expensive from Johnny Oregon. that's awesome <laughs> all right uh, also hard. also one other thing bc oh, child yeah, our, we can't get all of that yeah, we're done that's, we got, that's enough we can't that's get enough. all of it i could go on all day i know you can we love you for the update everyone Art Aronson, yeah. Thank you. Is it on the website? Did you put a thing on our website? I did, yeah. Zone.fm slash news? Yes. There you go. Check it out. Awesome. So down in the States, the uh, big news today that Bernie Sanders announced he's going to be running for president again down there. Yeah, 2020. Yeah. Mm. Um, This is neat for a few reasons. Uh, Bernie did some really incredible things in the 2016 election. Mm -hmm. I remember I was talking to some zoners. We wrote a thing. They were Americans. And they were talking about, like, what Bernie was doing for their democracy down there. You know, it's like in a time where we hear about, like, how kind of regressive a lot of their politics are kind of personified around Donald Trump. Here was this guy who was saying, like, no, no, we can really, like, make a difference. We can really kind of revolutionize things. We can do, you know, things that really make a big, big difference in people's lives. Mm. You know what I mean? From the ground on up and and uh, the way that he financed his campaign, campaign with all um, – grassroots fundraising and all that was incredible. So it's going to be neat. There's like 40 people running for president as of right now. We're Uh, still more than a year away, Uh, but Bernie will uh, be a neat voice in that conversation and uh, stir it up in an interesting way. Um, What I heard this morning, Jen, though, this is really crazy. Trump, um, Bernie actually announced he was running for president on uh, public radio before he went on any TV shows or putting YouTube. Oh, wow. And, uh, on that, he was calling Trump a bunch of names. Oh! Because I don't know if you follow this at all, but, like, everyone else who's running, it seems like, refuses to badmouth Trump. Mm-hmm. That's the easy way, or that's, like, the divisive way, or whatever, mm-hmm. right? They don't want to alienate any Trump supporters still. Mm-hmm. Cory Booker went on The View, and he's just like, I'm not going to talk about that. I'm going to talk about my proven record, blah, blah, blah. 
Bernie comes out hot, swinging, calls Trump a bunch of names. Do you oh, want to hear it? Uh, is it okay to play on the radio? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. It's, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. This, this is what he said. I'm running for president, I think, uh, for two basic reasons, Bob. Number one, uh, I think the current occupant of the White House uh, is an embarrassment to our country. I think he is a pathological liar every day. Uh, he is telling one lie or another. Uh, and it gives me no pleasure to say that. But I also think he is a racist, a sexist, a homophobe, a xenophobe. Whoa! Pangarang Bernie Sanders, right? Hey, yo. And that, I was like, is this good? Is this bad? Usually I'm like, I don't like when people badmouth each other as a part of the political mm. spectrum. But guess what? You got to say it when you say it. Mm-hmm. That's what I like. And that's what people like about Bernie. He's like, he says it, kid. Mm-hmm. Wow. Interesting. You know, one last, one good, another good thing that is going to come from Bernie Sanders running for president what, again? What's that? More Larry David playing him on oh, SNL. Oh, that's right. Exciting. Yeah, that's so good. Good point. Good point. The robots are coming for our jobs, Jen. Oh, are they? Well, not ours. Not yet. Not the no. DJ 3000. But, you know, in every sector you see automation taking human people's jobs. Yeah. And this would be great if we all lived in a big Star Trek socialist <laughs> utopia where we get to we get to go out and travel the stars now, but it's not. We just have fewer jobs. Yeah. Um, I'm reading really an interesting article, too, about today, though, about why some stores are pulling their self-checkout machines. That's interesting, because I remember I used to be a cashier um, for years, mm. and um, I remember when they were talking about bringing in the self-checkouts, I was thinking in my head, like, that's the end of cashiers. <laughs> right. That's this is the way that we're going. There will be like cashier monitors or supervisors, but I think that we might be going in that direction. So it's interesting hearing now that people are taking them out of stores. Um, In this one article, they're saying that uh, the reason why is that there's been a backlash from shoppers who complain that they can be difficult to use Mm. and that they care that they threaten cashier jobs. Yeah. Well, that's good. Um, mm-hmm. I, I personally, I only use the uh, self-checkout sometimes. When? I can't say. <laughs> well, when I, when I am, okay, when I'm not really in the mood to talk to someone right. or, or I'm like, just came from the gym and I'm like gross and okay. sweaty and yep. I don't want to put someone, uh, you know, in a situation where they have to smell me or <laughs> talk to me when I'm brain dead. Yep. Um, so I go to the self-checkout for that, um. But I do like going to the cashiers. I love being like a regular at a grocery store. I love talking to the cashiers and like catching up with them. Mm, like I really love that. You do? that re- yeah. Because you used to work in a, in a grocery I, store? I used to be that, a cashier and I love yeah. that. I love having conversations with people and getting to know people who came in every week. I thought that was great. Right. Yeah. So. I don't know how I feel about this, honestly. I would love mm. to hear from zoners about it because I... Don't really care. You know, I should want to, like, fight for the rights of the workers. Yeah. That's, you know, what I should be going here being like, you're taking away jobs from people who need those jobs. But when I get to the store and it's just like I got arms full of apples and stuff that I want to buy. Yeah. If there's no lineup at the self-checkout and I might forget to scan one of the apples. Oh! Then I don't care. I'll go to the self-checkout all the live long day. <laughs> So first of all, and I'm sure I'm not alone in this, but there's nothing more publicly embarrassing than when you're working at the uh, self-checkout, 
you nudge an item slightly off and it says, please wait for assistance because something's not right. And it blares that out for all the store to hear. I feel like that happens every time I go through a checkout. Being a cashier for four years of my life, I know what I'm doing there. I know all the codes. I know how to do all this. And then that freaking beeping happens. And they're like, um, you have to actually take it off and then hold it and then put it back on. And then they have to come in and do the little code. And I feel like an idiot. Oh, and you're yeah. just standing there waiting with your hands in your pockets and you can't do anything. Yeah. That said, I do think, like, if they can streamline the process and fix that and make it better, I think it'll be good because the big part of shopping experience for me is not necessarily, like, the checkout experience, but it's, like, you're walking around, you're looking for things. If you don't know where something is, someone's going to be there to help you out and find it. And, like, it's that kind of interaction that I value most about shopping. Mm. I kind of agree. I, You know, even when I was, like, reading this article out about, you know, they're saying, like, oh, we're doing this because we really care about the employees. We want to make sure there's still jobs and everything. I was thinking more... You know, like in that exact situation that you're describing, man, where, you know, if I know that I've got an item that I'm just like, oh, this is going to be the one that trips me up Mm -hmm. on this checkout transaction, maybe I just don't pay for it. Oh, my gosh. Right? And maybe I, or I like punch it into something easier. But you know what I mean? But if I have to go and like look up a code or if I know that something is going to mess up, and I bet other people do that all the time too. They just like don't pay for stuff. And I bet the businesses are losing money on these things. Oh, that's probably true, actually. Don't you think? Yeah. I don't actually do this. I'm just I don't saying. Su- I, I don't, don't support steal. that you do that. I don't steal. But I, I, I could see that happening a lot. But I, what I would do is just if I have like broccoli or something that I know is going to trip it up, I'll go to a person. But I bet some people just don't pay for that broccoli. I can see it. They need yeah. the judging eyes of a human soul. Yeah. <laughs> or something to pop up on the screen when you're punching a number. Just, are you sure that's what you're punching in? <laughs> I don't know. Steve, thanks for calling in. I appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, guys. A zoner pointed out that, well, we were talking about self-checkouts. And, Paul, you were mentioning that sometimes you don't always scan your items. Okay. When you're in the self-checkout. Oh, I really have to stop <laughs> Admitting you just that admitted I that the law you broke the, the law on the I radio. Know. You know what? It's so, this, that happens to me all the time where what I'm trying to do is convey an idea and because it's maybe a little bit big, you have to just like personify it in yourself. Okay? So right. I just make myself out to be the ne'er-do-well who steers. Sure, I'm just sure. saying that people do that. People include yourself. Not me! Anyway. I would never! Yeah. Adam texted in and said, I'm loving Jenny's horrified gasp when Paul talks about accidentally shoplifting. And I just want to, like, listen back to that. Maybe I just don't pay for it. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) (laughs) And then later I, like, say that I don't support it. I don't actually do this. I don't support that you do that. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) such a goody two-shoes. I am. I one time tried to steal and I got... I got caught. What happened? So I never got it again. Oh, really? I'm not saying it. One time I accidentally put chocolate bars in my pocket at a gas station and then I forgot about them. So I accidentally stole them and I felt so bad. Oh, I bet. You didn't go back? I did go back. Okay, good. No, I did. And good. I like double paid for them or something. That's- and the guy working was like, I care zero about this. <laughs> like, leave me alone. But that was the right thing to do. And it's good for your conscience too, right? So when romaine lettuce was on recall because of, uh, what was it, salmonella, E. coli, something like that. Romaine's fine now, but Paul was just furious. Oh, yeah. You were so upset because you went to the salad bar all the time at a local grocery store and there was no romaine lettuce for you. It really, like, put into sharp focus how 
good romaine is. Romaine is delicious. The, the crispiness best. of it and the, the like, it's like fresh and watery and great. Mm. Now, you sent me this little piece of information and you were not that upset about it, actually. Um, yeah. A uh, kale brand. It's a, a eat smart brand of sweet kale in these like salad bags that is on recall right now because of a possible listeria. Is that how you say it? Yeah. Listeria contamination. And you were like, I don't care. Kale can go away. It's the opposite side of the spectrum. The Canadian yeah. Food Inspections Agency says the recall is just in New Brunswick, Newfoundland, and Ontario. Okay. Might affect other provinces. But just as in the uh, Romaine recall was a great opportunity for us to really appreciate romaine yeah here's our shot now to all agree that kale is bu- is bullshit it's Bull- baloney but it's bad because it's not it's good you don't like lettuce. kale it's, it's stupid okay it's a dumb garnish that some like <laughs> lobbyist or something like got all hot and was just like uh this is the healthiest thing you can eat so I'll eat a whole plate of it every single day or else you're gonna die from clogged arteries kale okay. super great and it sucks it sucked as a garnish. You would never eat it. Now we got to eat a whole salad made out of it. Get rid. Okay, so you don't care that it's recalled at all. I'm, no, no, quite yeah. the opposite. I'm so stoked that it's recalled. Good. And now I let's let's all just get rid of kale. Just let's, let's put it out of our memory. Let's stop this long national nightmare of thinking that kale is worthwhile. Oh, we're just getting riled up about kale on, because on, okay, okay, we'll talk about well, this it. one. This okay, one thing. Kale. I don't really like kale because the only time I like kale is when it's pretending to be something else. Like kale chips, you have to throw all this other stuff on it, pretend that it's potato chips. Kale Caesar salad, for example, I would rather have a Caesar salad than a kale Caesar salad. Yes, kale has a lot of nutrients. Can I trip back at this one zoner, Mitch? No, 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 tripping at people. You need a good kale Caesar. Do you think that I'm alive in the world in the year of 2019 and haven't had a kale Caesar? They're everywhere. They're forced and foisted upon you constantly. Get rid! Okay. <laughs> okay, I'm turning off his microphone. He's pissed. No, but... Who is sticking up for kale? What? You're all part of the kale lobbyists. This is my <laughs> new thing now. I'm a crazy conspiracy theorist. <laughs> oh Only my. about kale. Okay. These guys in eastern Canada, this is something that feels like it could very easily happen in Victoria as well. There's I think dudes. it may have already. Yeah, I do you think? I can confirm, but I've seen a lot of like... These sort of things. Go ahead. Um, a bunch of dudes are taking a calendar, are making a calendar of them dressed as mermaids, like, you know, on the rocks and everything. Yeah. Next to the ocean and lighthouses. And um, it's uh, raising money for charities, of course. And it's uh, a way they want to, like, fight toxic masculinity. That's awesome. But, oh, did I mention they're dressed like mermaids? Yeah. Yeah. Me- dressed like mermaids. Um, and they look great, too, by the way. Mm-hmm. It just shows that, you know, it's. You can be a Things burly dude everyone. with a mustache, yeah, but if you also want to have a fishtail and be like a mermaid, you can. Yeah, so initially, this is what they said. The idea was to ma- get a bunch of people together to m- maybe take a bunch of pictures, uh, poking holes at traditional gender stereotypes Love and it. what real men, in quotations, are supposed to look like. Um, and then, of course, it turned into a big charity thing because they just kept on selling these these <laughs> calendars. They ended up raising more than $202,000 for violence prevention in Newfoundland. That's so good. Incredible. Love that. And they look good doing it, they too. They do. Mm-hmm. They are scrapping free parking on Sundays in Victoria. Yeah. Um, as someone who kind of lives downtown, mm-hmm. 
you often don't get parking that comes with a building. Mm. So a lot of people rely on, you know, that street parking, especially on Sundays, the one day where you don't have to, like, move your car every few hours to different areas downtown to uh, make sure that your time doesn't expire on the um, on the parkades. So Sundays are, were great for me because I could have guests over and they yeah. could park on the street, no problem. Well, um, but they are getting rid of that. At the risk of being even more hated today, because I'm already still getting chirped about kale, <laughs> but um, I'm I kind of see the um, the the like wisdom in this. Yeah. Because Wednesday, or I mean Sundays, were was a case of like if you wanted to go downtown, you couldn't find a place because people would just leave their cars all day long. Yeah. And people who live downtown do generally get a parking spot, whether they own in a building. They've all got parking places. Sometimes. Even you, you're on the outskirts in James yeah. Bay. You've got a parking spot at your place. Mm-hmm. I'm on the outskirts on the north end. I've got a parking spot. So, yeah, I don't know. For people who want to go downtown on a Sunday, who live out of town and want to like go and shop or go and do whatever, it does make a little bit more sense for there to be more available spots, even though now you got to pay for them. And what is really cool with what they're doing with all that saved money that they're going to be now getting from uh, people paying for parking on Sundays right. is they're going to be funding uh, bus passes for youth in Victoria, which is pretty nice. Right? Yeah. So so again, like my, my knee-jerk reaction is to be chapped. Yeah. Oh, but this is a, a Victoria classic thing, Sunday parking free. Yeah, it was a luxury we were living for sure. It was, mm. but it kind of, when you think about all the way they're doing it, it does make more sense. I uh, should note that uh, parkades are not included in that. So any right. city parkades, still free parking on Sunday. So that's good to know. There you go. But Kira wrote in a zoner with a really good point that this is baloney for those of us who like to get all boozed up on a Saturday, mm. leave our cars like good responsible yutzes, scramble on home however on foot right. or, you know, cab and then mosey to back downtown to get our cars on Sundays. That's right, yeah. With no real imperative. So I think you should be able to write a note on your car if you're <laughs> going to do that. I was drunk. Slap it to lick the back of it, put it on your windshield. Yeah. Give you like one free pass or something. Yeah, you know? let me have yeah. it for till 10 o'clock if I was Everyone drunk. Everyone gets three a year. With the revenue created from getting uh, on-street parking on Sundays, the city wants to give youths bus passes. Okay. And Mary Lisa Helps says that... Um, by doing that, you get kids riding the bus and enjoying it, and then they'll go home and tell their parents, hey, riding the bus is fun, you guys. Let's do that. Here's a clip from her. Just like uh, recycling education started with kids in school so that kids would go home and tell their parents not to throw out pop cans, uh, so too with transit. Hmm. <laughs> Did it work? No, I think, I think everyone's known about transit, and that <laughs> it, but I see what they're saying. Kids are huge influencers. But I just I think it's great to give kids bus passes. That's, yeah, that's great. That's great. I'm glad they're funding that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, There's this concert announced in Montreal. Nickelback and Pitbull over two days, $45. You would go, wouldn't you? I... I think... I, <laughs> I can't... I can't say... I, I I would go. You said you would go. I would go. I a thousand percent would go. I think it would be so funny. Yes. Pitbull? Yeah. Nickelback? Yeah. I think it's just it's it's just ridiculous. And I think I'm in. I'm what in. If, I would love to. What if I, I don't dogs? know if I'd pay. If I got free tickets, I'd be like, yes, um, I'll go to that. I would pay because I think it's part of the story that you only have to pay forty five dollars. That's hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty good. And I think too, it's just like I've never seen Nickelback. 
I have always really genuinely really not liked them. Mm -hmm. But at this point, I'm not getting any extra cool points for never having seen Nickelback. I want to go and see what's all the hubbub about. Lots of people do think they have put on a good show. Mm -hmm. I'd like to experience that. Sit there with my arms crossed being like, all right, Nickelback, impress me. What do you got? Maybe I'll come out with a whole new perspective. Maybe. Likely not. (laughs) But I think it would be so fun to see. Interesting. You sent this to me, and that's so lovely. The uh, staff at uh, a hotel here in Victoria is the... Uh, the Inn at Laurel Point. Yeah. So someone, like, in that hilarious thing that people do now where they make special requests on websites, they ask for, like, a framed picture of Channing Tatum to be in their room. Mm-hmm. And uh, the staff there did that, but they put it in the uh, garbage. <laughs> And instead, they put a picture of Ryan Reynolds. Yes. Along with a note explaining why, listen, uh, we received your request for a picture of Channing Tatum to be placed in your guest room. However, as a local hotel, we like to support local and instead have provided a photo of BC's local heartthrob, Ryan Reynolds. If you still would like a photo of Channing Tatum, you can find it in the trash. Shout out to that. That's, that's really good. That's amazing. Yeah. Um, good move on the hotel's part because that's just getting spread across all <laughs> social media, being talked about on the radio. And yeah, good move. That yeah. was great. I don't really care about time change or daylight savings, but Paul, you you're known to not like it, right? I think it's dumb. Moving the clock back and forth. What are we? And there's a lot of people in BC who agree with you. There's been petitions signed for years trying to end daylight savings times. I mean, there's even been studies about why daylight savings time is actually negative, mm-hmm. um, causing car accidents and people being, you know, kind of drowsy at work mm-hmm. and, and all of that. Um, and John Horgan has discussed it before, but said it's not really like a priority for BC because right. we'd have to kind of like change everything on the West side of things. The West coast of the North West America. Co- exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but the states, like the Western states, like Washington and California, they're actually seriously talking about getting rid of daylight savings time. Right. Yeah, so now John Horgan is opening it up again and saying, well, if they do it, it would only make sense for BC to do it as well. Sweet. Uh, That way, you know, like programming uh, for TV and stuff will all be in the same time. That was the consideration, yeah. Yeah. That's so good. I Mm. Because I hear whenever I meow loudly about this, I hear from people who are like, flip you, dude, I wake up real early and I have to go to work and it's dark and whatever and daylight savings or daylight spendings or whatever it does is better or worse. And I'm just like, all right. Well, then split the difference. Right. Okay? Let's move it half an hour and then just leave it alone. This is my problem. The back and forth and back and forth is what's brutal. Okay? The day is going to be just as long as as the sun and rotation of the earth yeah. makes it so. So just split the difference and then let's just leave it alone. And you know who else I want to get on board with this? Who's that? Newfoundland! Oh! Half an hour difference! Huh? Things on the CBC air at 8... Or 8.30 in Newfoundland? Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Whenever you watch TV. Little House on the Prairie, The Reunion, Little Mary Goes to Bed, whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Airs at 8 o'clock, 8.30 in Newfoundland. Get your time zone together, Newfoundland. Why do you get to be a half an hour different? <laughs> Figure it out. Call AccuTemp today. Four seven five. About geogra- <laughs> geography. Don't even, I don't want a lesson here. I just want Paul Newfoundland is- and Labrador to get it together and be on the same time oh, as the rest okay. of the mainland. 
Oh, is that? I a- shouldn't have brought up time zones. I know that this is a, a topic for you. Actually, no, it's great. You need to get some steam out. Or you know what? Is it just the CBC who needs to figure it out and just air their t- TV shows at the same time in Newfoundland and Labrador? I don't know. What? But just when you're listening to the CBC, you're watching the CBC, mm-hmm. it takes them twice as long to tell you what time a show is on because it's a different time by a half an hour in Newfoundland and Labrador. Why? Yeah. Get rid. Just get rid of it. Just don't even. Okay, got it. Point taken. This person hugged me, though. I said... Explained it and then said, hugs. Oh, that's cute. That is nice. That's really nice. I'll give you a hug. There were some really interesting stats that came out about car accidents on Vancouver Island and specifically um, Saanich. Apparently, there were 265 collisions in 2017 in Saanich alone. Yikes. And uh, some of the worst uh, intersections, well, it's it's... No real surprise. I'm sure you can guess right now. Do you have any idea where the worst intersections for for crashes are? It's got to be that Malahat Sean can like turn off one, right? I think that's on there for sure. Um, The Trans Canada Highway and Mackenzie Ave, that area. Oh yeah, yeah. 111 crashes in 2017. Holy smokes! Right Um, on Blanchard and Saanich Road, 80 crashes, and this one we hear about Hmm. all the time. uh, The Pat Bay Highway at Sayward. 74 cl- crashes. <laughs> this is so terrible. So what are they going to do with these numbers? Are they looking into it? Are we thinking about ways to make this safer? I think so. I remember uh, the last time we had t- talked about uh, the serious crash that happened on the Malahat, or uh, when it turned into the Malahat, Sanich was saying, this is time that we need to do something. So they are expanding mm. uh, the lanes and putting barriers up, which is good. But it just it's too bad that it had to come to this many accidents mm-hmm. in order for us to do something about it. You know what I think is really important, too? Just by you naming them... Mm-hmm. Um, it's like something that maybe all us motorists should keep in mind when we're at those you know, particular intersections to yeah. really, you know, it's like so often we just go into autopilot while we're driving. Mm-hmm. Um, look alive, you know, mm-hmm. pay attention to the road, be really engaged in the act that you're doing, which is driving. Incredible point. Yeah. Guess what? What? Guess who? Who? Baby goats. Baby goats. Uh, okay. There's uh, new. There's eight new baby goats at the uh, Beacon Hill <gasps> Children's Farm, <gasps> and uh, we all get to uh, pick the names for them. Huh, okay, they're having okay. a thing where they want to pick the names now. Before you get all internety and name all oh the goats, Goaty McGoat Face. Not funny anymore. Yeah, shut it. Please name the goats after us. Oh, now here's how it works, right? Mia, the goat named Mia, Mm -hmm. gave birth to five kids, four girls and one boy. The other mother gave birth to three girls. That mother's name is Bananas. Bananas? What a cute name. They like when you like group them together. So for instance, Bananas was a triplet. When she was born, her mom's name was Mango. Her sister's name were Peach, Papaya, and Berries. Oh, so does it have to be related to Bananas then? It's not a triplet. Wouldn't it be like bread? Banana bread? Smoothie and... I just think we leave bananas alone. We leave oh, bananas okay. and her kids alone. But for Mia, okay, name Mia after one, Paulina Plastino. Yeah. Two, Jenny Westinghouse. <laughs> Three, Lambo. Lambo the oh, goat. Oh my gosh, right? Lambo. Yeah. Okay. Dylan Willow's the goat. Okay, that's four. And then uh, Boss Man Johnny the goat. All right. Okay. The boss Man. Please, let's get everyone yeah. at this radio station behind this 
initiative to name baby goats after us at your favorite radio station. Yeah, make sure Paulina Plastino is the loudest one. Yeah. I'll be the sassy one. Do a naughty one named after me. Yeah. Do a quiet, grumpy one after Jason. Mm-hmm. Right? Was Dylan. Bald. Kind of like the... <laughs> Right, do a bald one. The one with the one eye. <laughs> Is there a one-eyed goat? I don't know. Do the old one after Boss Man Johnny. The Hilarious. oldest of the... Yeah. Cool. Okay. I love this idea. Right, let's, cool. let's get behind it, everyone. <laughs> boss Man wants to be on the radio. Hi, <laughs> Boss Man. I'm really sorry. I thought you guys were off the air. Check I the lights, the lights dude. I'm sorry I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> I just wanted to, uh, you know, come in and get my hugs and leave. Yeah. I could have gone so, uh, bad because that could have gone really bad. We were really doing bad some gossiping. I, yeah, I could have. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah it could have been, really been really bad. But Boss Man's here. He gives us hugs every day, which yeah. is very nice. Yeah. Thanks for that. Boss Man, there's baby goats at the Beacon Hill Petting Zoo. We're going to try and get them named after us. Yeah. Okay. We Ooh. had one named after you, but we, uh, what? we, yeah. We're Boss Man Johnny the Goat or something. Or No, you did not. Well, we scooched you because now we have DJ Brian Boy Goto. <laughs> <laughs> I then, think that's a great idea. All right. Sure, go for it. Yeah. Dylan Willie Goat Gruff. <laughs> Jason Lamb the Goat. <laughs> Lamb the Goat. Jenny West. Just a good name. Just, yeah. that's it. Just Jenny West. Paulina Plastino because they're a girl goat, so they need a girl yeah, name. Paulina. Yeah. Paulina Plastino? They go. Paulina Plastino! I think that's a great idea. Yeah. All right. We're going to make that happen. Links okay. on the Facebook page. Mm-hmm. Go and tell them. Go tell Beacon Hill you want them named after us. That's right. <laughs> All right. Have a good night. Good night. Bye. Thanks for joining the PJ Party. For more from Paul and Jenny, get them live 2 to 6 weekday afternoons on The Zone at 91.3 or around the world via the Internet's tubes at thezone.fm. Do them a solid and leave a review wherever you get this podcast and tell your friends about it. Paul and Jenny are both on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, so get in touch. Thanks for joining the PJ Party.